Have you ever held back on being the most confident version of yourself who really celebrates your wins because you're worried that the smile of confidence could turn into the smirk of arrogance? This is the episode for you and I cannot wait to share it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. My name is Lucy Orton. I am the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation coach. I love all things positive psychology, and I transform my clients from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, but very, very talented women into recognizing and owning that talent, owning that awesome, and really being able to move away from the self-sabotage and into feeling empowered, confident, and filled with rock-solid self-belief. It is fantastic to have you here, and I thank you as ever for tuning in each week to listen to these episodes. The numbers have been crazy on the podcast recently, so I'm feeling really excited to welcome probably some new listeners to this episode, but also, of course, to welcome back all of those of you who have been listening for the past three or four months and have been on the journey of this podcast with me. I absolutely appreciate you all. And the response that I got from last week's episode in particular was absolutely phenomenal. It really touched a lot of people. It was a slight departure to talk about a story that was quite personal and that was not 100% business related. But absolutely, from the feedback that I got, you guys found the links and you understood what I was getting at. And also, it was just brilliant. And I wanted to say thank you, a big thank you to James Hazel and Ross, my husband, for allowing me to share their story. And as a thank you to James, I just wanted to give a shout out for his YouTube channel, which is called In Your Honour and is all about the brand Honour that creates watches and all sorts of other tech. So if you are into your tech and your watches, I highly recommend you go and check James's YouTube channel out. It is really quite an entertaining place. I've had a good look at some of the videos over the past few months. So thanks again to James and Ross and thank you guys for making last week's episode all about the power of simply remembering and how that can help your business. Such a record breaker. I loved it. It was so exciting seeing the stats from last week. And I have so much good stuff still that I want to talk to you about. I am literally choosing every week which episode I want to do and struggling to narrow it down to just one. (laughs) I'm looking at my lists excitedly because there's so much I want to cover. And today's episode is one of those. It's one that I have been thinking about for a while and wanting to talk to you about. I've teased it, I think, in previous episodes and talked about it in relation to other self-saboteurs that we focused on in previous shows. And for example, it has a lot of links with imposter syndrome. It has a lot of links with the episode I did a couple of weeks ago about the difficulty we can find as female entrepreneurs that are purpose-led, that are mission-driven, that have huge hearts and huge desires to make the world a better place 
and they struggle, you struggle, we struggle to really celebrate our wins and really own those wins. And often what lies underneath that struggle is a fear of being seen as too big for your boots, tall poppy syndrome, and a fear of arrogance. A fear that by celebrating what's good for us, what's good in our lives, how we've achieved, how we were in that achievement, how you know we played a role within that achievement. It wasn't something that happened outside of us. It can feel confronting and strange and it can worry people because many of us were brought up in cultures and societies and a world where being really humble or being quiet or staying in your lane in a negative way rather than in a focus way is seen as the norm and is seen as the done thing, especially for women. And even in the most progressive parts of the world, there can be hangovers where it feels unfeminine to say where where we've made achievements. It feels unfeminine to do anything that looks like boasting. And so this fear of arrogance is really, really strong. And what I want to talk about today and specifically how to prevent that fear of arrogance from stopping your business, from holding you up, from making progress and from really paralyzing you into inaction or into smaller actions because you feel like you just don't want to take those giant leaps in case someone calls you out and says, who do you think you are for behaving in such a way? And before I go on with the full episode, I just want to remind you that tonight, Wednesday the 10th of February at 7pm GMT, I am running my masterclass. And this masterclass is brand new and it's all about the mindset shifts you need, the three mindset shifts you need to work on to banish self-sabotage and banish procrastination. And the, the real heart beneath this masterclass is that it's time to stop beating yourself up so that you can finally skyrocket your business success and also feel amazing within yourself. So I'm going to be talking about a lot of really key elements of what I work with my clients on, about the progressive mindset that I've talked about so many times before on this podcast, and how that can take you from mind gremlins and limiting beliefs to absolutely awesome success. I'm also going to be really digging in to the real reason that you're procrastinating, that it's not to do with productivity tips, but it's to do with much more deep-rooted self-sabotaging behaviours, thoughts and issues that once you overcome them, the productivity stuff just becomes easy. It becomes gravy. You are able to make progress because those other things are not preventing you from being the awesome business leader that I know you are inside. And we'll be going through the the actual mindset shifts. So the three big shifts that will mean you'll be able to quit making excuses and playing small and beating yourself up and step into those empowered CEO shoes. So I would absolutely love you to join me. There are a few places remaining at the time of recording. And if you'd like to join me, I recommend that you quickly click into the show notes and find the Calendly link. 
so that you can secure one of those few remaining spaces. And I'm being completely genuine when I say I don't know when I'm going to be running another live masterclass because, as we all know, life is quite crazy and life is unpredictable at the moment. And I'm sure like many of you with a young family will know that who are also working and juggling your businesses, time is scarce. So if you'd like to join me on one of these masterclasses and hear what I've got to say live, get to ask your questions and be part of a really intimate Zoom group, then this is your chance and I would absolutely love to have you there. Again, all the details are in the show notes. You can find them scattered all over my social media at the moment because I've been talking about this masterclass rather a lot. Now, if you're listening to this episode, as I know so many of you do, after Wednesday the 10th of February. So if you're listening to it from Thursday onwards and you will have by then missed the opportunity to come to my masterclass, fear not because you can still book in for a clarity call with me. I obviously can't cover the content, the 90 minutes worth of content that I go over in the masterclass, but we can certainly have a chat about what I offer, about how I use the progressive mindset and how we could work together to progress yourself and your business into that fantastic fantastic empowered CEO space. And without further ado, as I've said, those links are in the show notes. Let's get on with the meat of this episode, which is all about that fear of arrogance and how we absolutely have to bust past it and see it as the saboteur that it is in order to really excel in our lives and in our businesses. So what do I mean when I talk about this fear of arrogance? I think it's really tied up, as I said before, in that need, that desire, that feeling that we have to be humble, that we are worried about upsetting the apple cart. And not only are we living in fear of somebody out there or in our minds terming us as arrogant, but more generally, we are allowing ourselves to live in fear of judgment of others, to really feel that if we act in a certain way, if we do too much, if we achieve too much, or if we mention those achievements, that we are going to be looked upon unfavorably by others. And similarly to when we discussed imposter syndrome, I talked about the fact that the people who need to worry, the people who really are not capable and are not adequately equipped for the roles that they find themselves in, are the very people who do not question themselves. And similarly, I'd say that if you're ever worrying about arrogance or fear of coming across as an arrogant person, as someone who's too big for their boots or too full of themselves, the chances are that you are the very opposite of that kind of person. You're unlikely to have that tendency that a truly arrogant and truly unpleasant individual like that would have. And if I can just circle back to something I said a moment ago, which is that the fear of arrogance can often be born in a desire or a need to feel or present ourselves as humble. I just want to talk about that word for a moment. And this actually was brought to my attention. I love the definition of words, by the way 
by a lady called Bimpy, who I was on stage with in a room in Clubhouse. And I think the topic that day was about imposter syndrome. And there are definitely crossovers with fear of arrogance and imposter syndrome. So the conversation had moved on a bit. And this lady, Bimpy, explained to us or drew to our attention the meaning, the definition of the word humble, because it had come up a few times in people saying, I just want to be humble. I don't want to seem too big for my boots. And the definition for humble is having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's importance. And this lady, Bimpy, was really calling people out on allowing themselves to give themselves or even aspire to a label that suggested they should be showing low or moderate estimate of their own importance. And I thought that was really worth bearing in mind. We don't need to be aiming to be humble or to think of ourselves as lowly or unworthy to be a good person. And that gets to the heart of some of our fears around being arrogant or being perceived as arrogant, I think, in that we really worry that if we come across as arrogant or we come across as overly confident even, you know, just somewhere on that spectrum towards arrogance, then somehow that makes us a less good person. And some of this, I think, comes back to, for female entrepreneurs, people-pleasing and wanting to show up as the good woman, the good daughter, the good friend, the good colleague, the good business owner. And I'm not for a second suggesting that we should all become Dr. Evil, which is quite an old reference now I think of it. Sorry about that. You know, anyone who's younger than 40. It doesn't mean that we have to become a pantomime baddie or someone who doesn't consider the needs of others. It's actually not mutually exclusive to be a good person, but also have ambition, have an ability to celebrate our own achievements and our own skills. And this feeds into an episode I did a couple of months back about gratitude and how it is absolutely okay to feel grateful for what we have, for what we are able to do in our lives for a privilege, but also to be ambitious for more. And this really feeds in to the same topic that we're talking about today. And I now want to move on and make this really relevant to you as a purpose-led entrepreneur, as someone with a mission and a passion for what you do, and as someone who wants to show up in the world. Why is it so important to put a stop to any fear of arrogance from curtailing your business's success story or stopping you and your progress in your tracks? Well, there are so many reasons why this is important and why as a saboteur, the fear of arrogance can impact purpose-led business owners more than the average person. I think it becomes one of the ways that we hold ourselves back. It can become one of the excuses that we hide behind, especially in terms 
of increasing our visibility or in terms of being able to take up space and put ourselves out there. So for example, if we need to increase our visibility, a great way of doing that as purpose-led entrepreneurs is to show social proof of how great we are. So everyone has a website or some kind of social media and it is really good practice and good form to include testimonials, to talk about your successes, to speak about yourself in a way that shows you off and your abilities and your results in the best light. But the fear of arrogance can sometimes get in the way. So for example, there might be someone, a client of mine or or somebody else who is not posting on social media and talking up their amazing products and their amazing services because they just don't want to bore people or they don't want people to think that they are overly championing themselves. So this is something we really need to be mindful of because it can absolutely sabotage our success and leave us open to the reality that other people are doing this and they may not have your integrity, they may not have your skill, but they may be able to market and speak up much more loudly because they're not so held back by that fear of arrogance and fear of tall poppy syndrome. So holding ourselves back in a multitude of different ways, but I do think visibility and fear of arrogance go absolutely hand in hand. Something else I think is really important is that fear of arrogance is also interlinked with who is watching. Who do we think is watching us? Are we worried it's our auntie or our granny or a neighbour or an ex-colleague? There's someone in our head often who we feel is going to criticise us. We feel is going to tell us to get back in our box. And that can be a big saboteur for people to overcome. And being able to quieten those voices is something I work on very deliberately with some of my clients who have those negative voices in their past, who have someone who really does get into their head and whose words, whether they are based in historical events or conversations or whether they are based in the client's imagination, got you know, overly played in that person's inner voice. So removing some of those external voices from our own internal monologue can be so valuable in kicking some of this saboteur to the curb. Other examples I have been aware of with clients is when they keep themselves small when they play on a smaller playing field than they could otherwise do so. And this has come up several times in respect to whether their business becomes a global business or whether it stays UK or US or somewhere else centric. And this can really bring up ideas of arrogance and worry about people's perception because they think, no, I have to stay in my geographic location. Who am I to go out there and say that I have something to offer the whole world? It can be quite confronting to feel that you need to be that bold and feel that you need to say, yeah, actually, I've got a message and it's worth listening to whether you are in Spain or Canada or Russia or Australia. And even today, it's 
almost coming up in a more prominent way for people as they realise that the boundaries between countries have all but disappeared because of the new normal, that we are all online working, that we have a global marketplace to play with. It can make people have to revisit their reasons that they might have given themselves for not taking that client in Edinburgh, for not talking at that networking event in France, because actually now we can do all these things. And the only thing holding us back is taking those first steps forward and really moving ourselves towards our goals. And on that note, just to remind you again about my masterclass and the fact that all the details are in the show notes and that you can totally attend from whichever part of the globe you currently happen to be residing in, or in the case of the UK, you you happen to be locked down in. So do check out the show notes and get yourself booked onto the masterclass as soon as possible if there are still spaces remaining and it's still before 7pm on the 10th of February. So the final part of this podcast is how to overcome fear of arrogance, how to prevent it from stopping you and stopping your business's success and stopping you reaching your amazing potential. Well, there are so many ways that we can do this, but I think the most fundamental way is to really up your self-love practice, really get used to and get comfortable with loving yourself, recognizing yourself, celebrating yourself, and looking yourself in the eyes. And by that, I mean literally looking yourself in the mirror and telling yourself that you are awesome, that you are worthy, that it is okay to talk about the amazing achievements that you have, and that that doesn't make you arrogant. It doesn't make you a bad person. It actually makes you someone who is owning your fantastic skills and is putting yourself out there in the world so that you can make even more impact and make a positive impression on so many people that will come behind you and will see a confident, purpose-led female entrepreneur in their absolute element and doing good in the world. So I would definitely say starting with self-love, starting with a practice of being okay with promoting yourself, with loving yourself, with appreciating yourself is fundamental. And secondly, taking small steps towards this as ever is key. So it might feel weird initially to stand in front of the mirror and give yourself a huge pep talk and really talk about your awesomeness. So begin by writing it down, by writing down the list of all the things you've achieved. Now this is a really simple task but it's super powerful and it's not as confronting as doing a video and talking about how marvellous you are, but it's a great first step. So take it bit by bit. And also challenge any negative self-talk. This is always important, and a great way of challenging negative self-talk can be with mantras, can be with phrases, stock phrases that you have written down, or you learn that you can bring to mind when you get an attack of the inner critic. And remembering that often that fear of arrogance is merely your inner critic talking that's trying to cut you down to size. And the other part of the inner critic that is trying to cut you down to size is that fear of judgment. Often that critical voice is what we imagine others might be saying about us 
But the reality is it's all within our heads and within our own voices. And if it's not within our heads and not in our own voices, if it's genuinely something that someone would say to you, then they are not really worth you expending your time or energy worrying about or potentially they're not the kind of person that you want in your life in any major form. So being able to quieten those voices, whether they are real or imagined, is a real skill that takes some time to develop, but it's absolutely worth persevering with and something, again, that I work with clients on because it does take some some effort and it takes a bit of habit and it is one of those mindset shifts that I talk to people about all the time. And finally, it's really worth checking your language and checking the labels that you might be attaching to yourself when you're trying to put yourself out there, when you're getting visible, when you're working on something, when you're sharing your wins. Check your language and check if you are attaching something to a behavior or a thought that is really not necessary because arrogance is purely that. It's a label. It's something that we place usually on someone who is being kind of over the top about themselves who might be quite unpleasant. It's not something that we should be labeling ourselves with without really good reason. And just by nature of the fact that you have pressed play on a podcast episode talking about the fear of arrogance suggests that you are absolutely not one of those people that needs to worry about this. So I hope you found today's episode useful. I have loved creating it for you. Check out all my usual links in the show note. And if you can, and if there's still space, please join me on the masterclass this evening. Have an amazing week until next week's episode and take care. Bye for now. Bye for now.